aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Welcome back, Lodge members. Here we are again for Principal Mentor Series number 61. Hey, guys, um, this week we're going to do um, a question and answer uh, session again. I got a couple of very interesting questions from some listeners and wanted to bring them to you. Our first question here comes from Lita. Lita asks, how do you distribute duties to members of your leadership team? It's a very interesting question. Um, I, I keep it very, very simple. I try not to, I know some leaders and some principals, they will go greatly in depth on it and try and, you know, find the perfect matches and, and all this. I, I don't, I don't think that deeply about it. I think about it very basically because then I like to spend my time helping them improve. We all know that our principles, we know that it's not just the tasks that you do that make you into principle worthy material. You have to do those things um, to build up a certain, um, I want to say, um, intellectual muscle, some acumen, some ability to do and know uh, elements of the profession. But I really think that a wide ranging ability, a wide ranging set of skills makes a principal best. So my first uh, thing that I like to look for in distributing duties is I like to look for their background skills, not what jobs they've done. What I mean by that is if I have a, an AP and I'm looking at distributing duties, I won't look to see if they've done discipline in the past and just assign them to discipline or they've done 504 plans in the past. So I'm going to make sure to stick them right there. Now, I like to look at what they've done. What are their pluses? What are their minuses? What are they good at? What do they struggle at? What's in their ability range? And then I like to sprinkle that in there. I may give them 504s again since they're comfortable with that, but then look at something else that would be a little bit more challenging if that's familiar to them. So I really look at A, their background skills. B, I like to look at what am I growing them toward that year? 
Um, right now I've got an assistant principal who this is her first year with me. And um, I took her specifically so that I could help grow her into a principal next year um, uh, through the interviewing process and all of the things that we knew that she was very close, but needed a little bit of work in a building. Um, and I took her specifically to help her get to the principalship next year. I knew she'd be a great addition for her school, and she has been. She's been absolutely outstanding. But knowing what I what targets I want to hit at the end of the year with her growth and her performance is really helping me to align duties that will help her. I've given her a couple of areas that are very much familiar with her. Um, she could do them in her sleep. Um, and so she's able to not only have her own performance bolstered by success, she's actually able to come into our team and have automatic credibility automatic success amongst members of our team. She she came in on day one being the go-to when it comes to special ed, when it the go-to when it comes to certain other county level processes. But then I also gave her some other things that were more challenging outside of her wheelhouse that she's familiar with to really help grow both sides of her brain in that way. Um, and so I look at her background skills. I look at where I'm trying to grow them. And finally, my last consideration is what are their interests? What are the things that they really like to do? I think back to an assistant principal I had for several years, for many years. Um, and he was that guy who liked to dress up. He was that guy who liked to, you know, be on camera. He's that guy who really, really enjoyed pep rallies and talking and, and being the face of something. And so I, one of the things I did was that was a strong interest of his and goodness knows it was a talent of his, I couldn't do what he does. And so I put him in those areas to be successful with those kinds of things. And that not only was part of his background skill, but that was something he was doing. And I used those areas to grow him into certain other areas. So I used his interests to be able to do that. You know, a couple of examples I have, I've got an assistant principal right now who was uh, a great science teacher and I needed someone over my mathematics department, and I know that he would be a good fit with our math department. And so I put him over the math department, and his credibility coming in really opened the door for him to be able to do several things. So it really worked well, well looking at background skills, well, how do I want to grow them, and what are their interests? Next question comes to us from Pat. Pat has a good question. Um, she says, why do you always say experience is not the best teacher, but feedback is? That's a good question, Pat. I, I, I want to throw out a couple of ideas. One is, um, you know, jobs as, as administrators and leaders, whether you're a principal, an AP, a superintendent, an associate, whatever you are, um, you're going to be doing jobs and tasks and, and those kinds of things. And in our profession, we don't get the ability to sit down and spend an hour of, uh, of concentrated, uninterrupted time doing something. So you're always going from this job to this job, to this task, to this task and, and moving back and forth. It's not the fact of getting it done that's important, but it's how you went about doing it this time. And why is next time going to be better? 
What's the difference in between those two jobs and performances? Well, it's the feedback that you've gotten. So for me, it's not the fact that you did jobs and tasks. It's how are you growing and improving from job one to job two, from job two to job three, and so on. You know, another reason, Pat, why I really think feedback is the most important is as I like to consider a, I call it a feedback loop. Um, if you consider a, a performance, um, let's say you're a leader and you are conducting a meeting, you're sitting there in the meeting and you've got maybe, let's just say a parent and a teacher, and you're trying to facilitate a meeting here with them, um, do you want feedback on your performance close to the end of that performance or pretty far out? And I think of, I think of concentric circles. Um, you have your performance in the middle and then you have these other circles around it. How tightly around your performance do you want the feedback to be? And that's why I say that it's not the fact of doing the meeting that's going to make you better. It will make you more comfortable going into the next one, but it won't improve performance. Those are two very different concepts. Improving your performance comes from specifically the feedback either you've given yourself through meta feedback, the feedback you received from the teacher or the parent, or if you tape your meeting, you want to listen to it. It's that element is what's going to make you better. And finally, reflection. Pat, reflection to me is the most important component in leadership. Again, leaders, your your team members don't want you to stay stagnant in your skill set. They want to see you continually improve in your skill set. You know, guys, I think back to an example of this one. Um, we had an English teacher one time who um, we brought in um, myself and the assistant principal over English. We brought her in to discuss her performance, she was really struggling in a couple of areas. Um, and when we brought her in, she was awfully happy when she came in. Um, and she sat down with a smile on her face. And I started to share with her the concerns. Um, and her smile stopped immediately. And she said, well, damn, I thought I was here to get an award. And we were, myself and the assistant principal, we were very taken aback and, and had to really talk it through with her. But we didn't do all of these other components of a plan. All we did was we gave her really good, descriptive, objective feedback. Within three years, I will tell you, she is an absolute rock star. So, someone who we had concerns about to becoming an absolute rock star. And what changed it with her was not every day in the classroom. It was when she got feedback and then went and practiced with that feedback. So Pat, to me, experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is. This podcast, The Lodge of Leaders, is sponsored exclusively by Greater Development, LLC. At Greater Development, they will develop, grow, and skillfully hone your leadership skill set. Let's face it, even Hall of Fame athletes, the greatest in their respective fields, have private coaches. Aren't your skills as important? Don't you want to be more effective and a fulfilled leader? They can help you. You can contact them at www.greaterdevelopmentllc.com. Let them help you reach your excellence. 
Lodge members, thanks for listening today to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Before we go, I have a request. If you like today's episode, please add a review of the Lodge of Leaders podcast on either Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you've been listening. You can join the Lodge by going to drgarydavison.com and leaving me a comment or simply going to questions at lodgeofleaderspodcast.com. All of the questions and comments will be part of upcoming episodes. Until we meet again, please remember that experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is...